All right. Well, welcome back to 16 Petals Podcast, the podcast nobody really cares to listen to. <laughs> this is Denise, your host, uh, back here again at 3.30 in the morning. Couldn't sleep. Uh, ended up uh, starting to, you know, make some chicken soup, even though it's a fucking heat wave in San Francisco. <laughs> well, a heat wave to us is like 80 degrees. So... <laughs> So it, it's uh, seasonably warm uh, this time of year. Well, actually, it's not even seasonably warm. It's like it's it's sort of like uh, oddly warm this time of year. It's like uh, fucking October. Anyways, deciding to 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 make some chicken soup because I made some like chicken tacos. I didn't feel like cooking that much, so I got like one of those like rotisserie chickens from Costco. So I shredded that up and made that into chicken tacos. And then, of course, you have to use the rest of the chicken. Uh, so I'm making stock right now. And yeah, uh, uh, welcome to this intro. <laughs> um, all right. So I was just on TikTok, uh, just kind of like perusing around. And um, I don't know, uh, Not it's not necessarily a trendy topic, uh, but I feel like uh, it's it's sort of um, the state of uh, where a lot of uh, children are kind of heading towards. Like, how can I say this? Uh, wait, did I call this people? Hold on a second. Hmm. Give me a second. Oh, hi. I have actually a listener on here. Anyways, um, so it's sort of uh, this topic is covering children. Um, I'm a mother to a middle schooler. Um, so, uh, it's sort of, um, it's like the mother in me wanted to uh, speak on this. Now, usually this is, uh, a, a sort of a podcast about feminism, but I feel like a lot of, there's a lot of women, uh, that are mothers that may be listening to me. And so maybe, um, it's, uh, a, a topic that not, might not cover the, um, the entire group of women that, um, that I feel may be listening to this, but I feel like it has to be talked about. So this particular podcast is called People. And I was just simply, like I said, perusing around TikTok, watching various different videos of, um, students uh, acting outlandish, um, throwing chairs at teachers, assaulting teachers. Um, and I thought I'd talk about it because, like I said, I have, um, you know, nieces and nephews uh, that are hitting high school. I'm almost 40 years old. So, uh, you know, many women in my age group um, have children in middle school or in high school. Um, and it's, uh, it's kind of a stat state of affairs, um, to be quite honest with you, when we're starting to raise kids or some people are, are raising kids, not even starting. It's always been that way, uh, that are raising kids that are emotionally immature. Um, you know, people or kids that are, uh, don't necessarily like authoritarian figures. Uh, and, uh, or they just, uh, act out their anger issues during class 
And a lot of times it's the teachers that uh, get the brunt of or the short end of the stick. Um, it is sort of, uh, and of course, you're, we're coming across uh, ever since uh, Columbine High School, I think it was 1999, where two kids, two high school kids gunned down about maybe 15 students and a, and a couple of teachers, right? And we're seeing more and more of this, to be quite honest with you, where, um, you know, kids are taking their anger issues onto innocent people. Um, people that honestly just want to have the greatest intention of uh, sort of uh, teaching uh, and making the world better. Um, and uh, it seems like this emotional immaturity uh, across, well, let's just concentrate on children first. Um, within a lot of children is getting out of hand. Um, I suppose, you know, we as adults um, have the responsibility to sort of uh, hone in on our children's well, mental and, and emotional well-being. And I think that includes teaching our children how to react, how to properly, um, how to properly, uh, act in a classroom. Because of course that's going to carry over, uh, it into a professional setting. And if those things are not enforced at an early age, it's going to set your child back more and more and more and more if you're a mother who um is act is is getting a call from the school and you're making nothing but excuses for your child as to as to why they assaulted a teacher or acted badly in class you are going to make that problem 10 times worse when your child uh, uh is is sort of not learning the lesson as to how to behave uh, or how to react in a professional or in an educational setting. Um, like I said, if it's not corrected at an early age, do you get what I'm saying? It's going to carry over to their professional um, setting. Meaning, if, if they have bosses <laughs> that are micromanaging, don't tell me that it's acceptable for your child as an adult, right, as, as an adult, to act up when, you know, uh, they're, they're being micromanaged or uh, they get a warning. Don't tell me that they're going to pop off because you decided from the very get-go that it's perfectly acceptable for that kind of behavior to uh, happen. You get what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like uh, it just... Um, You know, for me, uh, when I, when I, you know, when I'm raising my child, I really try not to raise my voice. I'm, I really, uh, I really try not to react. Some, sometimes I'm not perfect whatsoever. I am not perfect whatsoever, but I have a certain way of handling issues with my child. And that starts with us as, as mothers. I can't talk about the fathers, to be quite honest with you. 
It starts off with mothers, to be quite honest with you. Um, not reacting in, a, in an explosive manner. Uh, letting my child know uh, exactly why I'm upset and how this uh, is a domino effect to maybe other issues. Explaining, clearly explaining why so he has a better understanding. Teaching my child uh, to sort of be uh, sympathetic, right? Uh, teaching my child to expand his understanding of things. Uh, I think it is just one of the things that I've done um, as a mother. And, you know, that's why I, you know, my, my son doesn't necessarily have the best grades whatsoever. Um, but what I've always encountered from his teachers is he's such a nice kid. He's a helper. He's always respected um, the the uh, teachers and the uh, uh, counselors uh, around him uh, because I just I don't talk down to my child. I teach him in a way that I want him to. Uh, sort of, um, how can I say, how can I, uh, explain it? I talk to my child, not necessarily as an adult, but I talk to him in hopes that he's going to have a better understanding of things. So that way his emotional outburst is not going to lead his sort of reaction. I want him to think about things first and then react second. Okay. <laughs> I'm teaching my child to think about things first and then react. That's how I'm raising my child. There's so many parents that do the opposite. They tend to react first without knowing fully the story. And that's the problem with society nowadays. People just have this instant reaction and then think about things or question things later. I teach my child to think about things first and then react. I teach my child uh, to, to sort of stray away from emotional immaturity. I want my child to be emotionally mature is pretty much the, the nutshell. Uh, let's see how, hold on a second. Whoa, two listeners, I think. Wow. Even though I missed 11, 11, hold on a second. Emo, how to teach. I, I, I do these podcasts on whim. So it's like three forty in the morning. So if uh, I'm like looking up something. It's because um, it's it's on a whim. How to raise your child, raise emotionally mature children. Teach them how to identify their emotions. Don't minimize your child's feelings. Be an example of emotional maturity. Don't say yes to your child's every request. Teach them the importance of gratitude. Talk about empathy for others and get them involved in activities. Okay. Hold on, let's see here. 
I, I'm only saying this because I feel for teachers, um, because they don't get paid enough for the bullshit that, uh, you know, parents and, and, uh, and their, their kids that put him through sometimes. Um, now I'm not saying that, um, uh, every teacher is right in every situation, but I feel like, um, I'm only saying this to sort of for you to wake up and um, correct these things. Be aware of them, first of all. Raise awareness that we need to do better in making our, our, our kids emotionally mature. That's how we get all these viral videos. You get what I'm saying? All these viral, a lot of these viral videos happen to involve a lot of emotionally, uh, like emotional outbursts, people that are not thinking, right? Violent people. That's how we get a lot of these uh, viral videos. Um, it says here, as parents, uh, let's see here. Step one, teach them to, to how to identify their emotions. This helps your child understand how they feel in certain situations. If your child appears sad after learning that his best friend is moving soon, you can tell them, I see that you're sad that your best friend is moving. I'll talk to your friend's mom and get her phone number so that you and your friend can talk on the phone during the week. If your child seems excited about the upcoming family vacation, tell them, it is good to know that you're excited about all the fun things we'll do on vacation. Don't minimize your child's feelings. You don't want to minimize your child's feelings even if you're, you're even if they're overreacting. Acknowledge your child's frustration and anger, but also give him the coping skills he needs to express his emotions in a mature way. If your child stomps his feet because you said uh, he couldn't eat dessert, uh, tell him that while you understand he's upset, he can't stop his feeding anger. Instead, he needs to accept your answer and walk away quietly. Sometimes, I think as parents, sometimes we need to learn how to walk away sometimes. Do you get what I'm saying? Teaching your, your uh, I feel like de-escalating starts with us. Like teaching our child to, to de-escalate starts with us. I mean... To be honest with you, it's almost about being an example because obviously sometimes even our children will come across people who will be aggressive to them and we have to teach our child to learn to de-escalate. Not just, not just control, help them learn to control their feelings, but also de-escalating things along the way. Learning to walk away at a proper time because sometimes you just can't win every single fight. Um, parents should lead by example in this area. Your children should see you manage your emotions as well. If you get a distressing call from your boss, don't yell at him over the phone in front of your child. Listen and take some deep breaths after hanging up. Uh, my, listen. <laughs> My child has seen me yell at people, <laughs> but for the most part, I'm, I'm actually a pretty chill and relaxed parent. 
I'm very chill. All, all I have to do is ask my child something once. You know why? Because I, I taught my child how to follow directions at an early age. I remember like uh, my son had uh, a hard time with speech at a young age. And uh, and one of the things that uh, we did as a mom and a son was learn how to bake together. So he would so I would put the together the ingredients and then he I would give him direction as to what the next ingredient should or the next step should be. Just one of the various things that I've done throughout my years with my son um, in regards to um, raising him and communicating to him. Uh, you know, all I have to do, I asked him to, let's say, do the vacuum. He, he does the vacuum. If I ask him to read, he's going to go read. It only takes one time for me because I taught my child at a very young age directions i didn't just i didn't i i didn't do everything for him i taught him at a very young age it is and routine as well picking up your toys after use right is one of the things that a lot of our uh, as parents do Him having to understand what routine is, him having to understand and uh, follow directions. It's all about really um, sometimes it's not about because not all of us are, are followers. I mean, not all of us are leaders. Some of us are followers. And I think that's one of the one of the very aspects that kids have to learn when they're in a child when they're in a classroom teaching your kids how to take directions not in a very um just subtle manner like it's a normal thing don't demand just ask hey can you vacuum please in a respectful way and they'll get it The way that we we teach our children is how we react ourselves. Right? Um I've never I I have not always been the perfect parent whatsoever, but I try I I try to be um self-aware about what I do and when I get off course myself it's about me being a parent is about being self-aware about what I do too, because we're not all perfect. We sometimes have to take a step back as a parent, understand the faults we, the faults and the sort of misguidance that we bring in ourselves. And if we are off course, we have to first understand it and recognize it and then get ourselves back on track. Because I, I, I'm not perfect and I don't expect every parent to be perfect. But first, you have to recognize your shortcomings as a parent. 
and then get yourself back on course. Um, parents should lead by example in this area uh, and your kids should see you, you manage your emotions well. I, I've been through a lot in my, my life and I try my best. I really try my best not to let my temper get a hold of me because I have a lot of reasons why my temper should be out of control. But I really try to try to self-manage this as best as possible, despite so many motherfucking people trying to get in my face. That's why I don't I don't fuck with you. I don't care to fuck with you because you're bringing out the wrong character in me. You're you're slowly taking my patience away. That's why I yell at people. Um because you're taking away my peace, that's not, that's a no-no to me, to be quite honest with you, and I don't care to deal with your shit. Uh, so if you get a distressing phone call from your boss, don't yell at him over the phone in front of your child. Listen and then take some deep breaths after hanging up. If your child's, uh, if your spouse's bad habits are annoying you, don't make a scene out of it. Choose a time where you can discuss the matter in a private setting with your spouse. You know, one thing that I've had to do and probably have to admit is that I was in a very toxic relationship with my son's father. And I had to remove myself from that relationship because things were just getting out of hand. People can call single mothers trash all you want. But at the end of the day, it's all about the environment that you want to provide for a child. And if it's nothing but a toxic environment and you're not really getting much security out of it, it's time to go. People think that, oh, you know, single mothers are trash. We, we have to take control of the environment because of our children. If you don't fucking know that. Okay. So. One thing that I've had to do is remove myself from a bad environment. I've had to explain to my son why along the way. And providing a peaceful environment just between the two of us. Where I don't have to yell. I, I grew up in an environment like that, to be quite honest with you. Of a lot of yelling. I've had to grow up with a lot of yelling in my life. And that's not something I would want for my child. It's providing an environment of peace. Creating that to be the normal thing. I want my son to do well in a professional setting. And if he can't control the emotions because I didn't provide him uh, a an environment where it is um, it, it it seems to be a roller coaster within the household, that's my fault. That that would be my fault. I I failed him as a parent. I failed him as a parent. If you're not providing a peaceful environment for your children, 
that's a problematic for your child because you're going to end up creating kids and adults that are emotionally immature. When you're not teaching these basic skills, when you can't even correctly, directly uh, uh, sort of um, communicate to your child, besides yelling at them, sometimes there's so many fucking parents that yell at their kids. I, you know, like I said, I'm not perfect, and I, I've of course I've yelled, but that's after having to repeat myself various times. That's after warning him. Right? We get to a state like that. Because there, there's a fine line. <laughs> there's a fine line where there's gentle parenting and just being a, 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 a sort of um, being accepting to uh, bad behavior. When I see bad behavior, I push back as a parent, right? I almost feel like gentle parenting. You're really, the, uh, kids are, are always pushing the envelope. And then there's a, a time where you got to push back as a parent and really come down as a ham and come down like a fucking hammer. That's why gentle parenting to me, I'm sure you want to raise your, your children to be emotionally mature, but you know, Kids are, are, some kids are just made to push uh, the envelope. And sometimes I would say the gentle parenting is, I, I don't, to a certain degree, I get it, but there are, are times where <laughs> that kid's trying to, trying to get the most out of you. Okay. Pushing the envelope. Don't say, oh, damn it, fucking bitch. And then, of course, I have to sign up for their fucking full story of. <laughs> uh, don't say yes to your child's every request. Kids have a maturity to understand and accept when they don't uh, get their their way all the time. That's what I'm saying. Is with gentle parenting. I don't know how those rules particularly. Uh, uh, sort of uh, come in when you have to say yes or no to your child's requests. Um, that takes a lot of, uh, how can I say it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I grew up with a lot of yelling in my, my household. So it's really trying to find a balance to be quite honest with you. Um, in making sure that, uh, we communicate to our children, right? But we're not going to take shit at the same time as parents. And, um, I, there's the, and I feel like children need to learn boundaries to be quite honest with you. Children need to learn their roles. Uh, and if that's not clearly drawn out, Okay, they're going to be all over the place. 
right? They're going to be, they're going, they're going to be fucking drawing, uh, over the lines and, and doing all sorts of things that they shouldn't be doing as children. If they don't know their rule as a pupil, as a student, as a child and thinking they're a fucking adult and they can talk however way they want and they won't have any consequences towards, uh, towards them, you know, between the parent the teacher, the staff, and all that, they will never learn any better. They will never learn any better when their that role is clearly not defined enough for them if they don't have any boundaries. Okay? Maybe, maybe it, it, and like I said, it is really about having a balance. Yes, you could stay within this this boundary right here, I want you to express yourself as a child. I want you to, to understand that you can tell me whatever you need to tell me. Yes. I want you to have an input because, uh, you know, come on, we got to let our, our kids express themselves, to be honest with you. That's why mental health is all over the place. Okay. We're not, we're not raising our, we're not trying to raise our kids to be silent, right? They need to express themselves. Let them express themselves. Let's not be condescending, condescending assholes. I'm sorry. Little, little uh, sinuses over here. But at the same time, Giving them clear fucking boundaries. Um, I'm going to stop right there. I'm probably, uh, need to get ready for the rest of my day. It's already four o'clock in the morning. Um, I'm sure there's, there's more to it than this. Um, here, hold on. Why? Oh, I mean, there's, I, I think I'm going to come back for a part two for this, to be quite honest with you. Because it's teaching your children about gratitude. It's talking about empathy for others. Because we have to be empathetic for others. And uh, we have to express empathy for our children as well. Right? Like I said, we want them, our, our children to express and not pent up any kind of emotion. Uh, emotional. Uh, any kind of emotion. Uh, or... Uh, or push down any emotional turmoil, right? Communication between your, you and your child should not be one way. Um, and then getting involved in activities. Um, I'm trying to with my kid, but 10 things. Uh, let's see here. Is this the one? Give me a second here. Oh, look at that. Here's another list over here. Hold on. Ten things parents should do, should let go of in order to raise a mature child. And I tried to do that. My child, I, I tried to raise my child to be independent. And sometimes um, that may lead to sort of um, teaching, trusting my child. Trusting, being know that he's being trusted. 
And you know what in turn uh, that that turns into confidence. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to just give you a quick rundown because I think that's this is an interesting topic, right? We as uh, I know that not every woman has children, but for the women that have children or have nieces and nephews, whatever you feel is your child, you can help your child self uh, uh, help your child develop some self-reliance. I try to do that. Um, try to let them figure them that out for themselves. Yeah. Give your child an opportunity to, to, to choose for themselves. Yeah. Let your child go alone. Yeah. You could teach your child self-control. That's what we're we're trying to cover for the most part, is teaching your child self-control. You could teach your uh, your child self-discipline. Yeah, I require my son to to read thirty minutes a day. And you know, earlier today we were discussing about books. Um, and and really, uh, one thing that um, it, it's I I feel like. I feel like sort of, uh, in a sense, um, helping with self-discipline is nurturing any kind of passion for them. Because a lot of times when you when they develop passions or they, they uh, look for something that they are enthusiastic about, I think sometimes the self-discipline comes in, you know, wanting to get better at something, investing in something. That's when self-discipline comes in. For, uh, let your child answer. Have them speak for themselves. This is an important for their intellectual and communication skills. The child should not be afraid that someone might ask them something. They should learn how to answer questions and develop a response to spontaneity. Otherwise, they can become shy and closed off from others. Uh, let's see here. You can explain the cause and effect to your children. That's what I try to do it, big time. Explain your, your actions to your child. If you scold them, be sure to say for what? Tell them what they are guilty of. It is important that the child realizes their mistakes and draws from their conclusions. They should understand that their actions can lead to certain results and try to stay calm when explaining to them why it's better to behave and the reasons for it. Let your child make mistakes. Yeah, because we're not perfect either as parents. Try not to patronize your child excessively. Of course, it's worth explaining things that you can uh, that can be dangerous to their life, but give them your child the, the, their freedom when it comes to other things. This will allow them to learn uh, from their mistakes and gain their own personal experience which they can be useful in the future. Remember that mistakes, fails, and disappointments are all a part of life. It's about, yes, teaching your child that there's going to be all these things and then also teaching them to get the fuck back up and try again. Don't cry over spilled milk. Simply clean it up and move on. You can help your child form their own opinion. That's exactly what I'm saying. Teach your child 
teach your child self-expression. Let them express themselves in various different ways through art, through music, through different hobbies and passions. Why not? Um, or just when you, when you teach them, I, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I'm going to be very honest of you. After a long day, <laughs> that's when my child becomes, becomes very talkative. <laughs> After a long day, I have to constantly remind myself that I want my son to be, uh, to have good communication with me. I want my son to be able to express himself with different ideas. We were just having a, a, a discussion, uh, yesterday about him wanting to have a business one day. And I was giving him my input. I was listening carefully about his ideas and I was giving him my input. And I have to say, you have to sort of go back to the drawing board because there's certain things that you have, you have to understand about business and because he, he has certain things uh he has <clears throat> he doesn't realize realize certain things about business and i have to point these out to him and it's sort of like sometimes you have to challenge yourself your your kids to sort of uh think about things a little further right i'm sorry this is getting way off topic but this is <laughs> an interesting thing because we want our children to be well-rounded and i feel like uh that really comes with in with uh, in various ways um but i feel like it starts with us to be quite honest with you and our in and in our interactions with our own kids right they're not just an obligation they're an entire persona that we have to develop um let's see here try not to cheat your uh try not to treat your your kid like they're little all the time that's what i'm saying uh i i have my son let's say for example not necessarily he's he's the only male in the house so he's got to throw out the trash like a big like a you know He's teen. He's a fucking preteen. That's what I mean. Teaching them to do age appropriate things. Twelve years old. He's old enough to throw the fucking trash. And, and and like I said, teaching them direction. It says here when your child turns three, you can slowly get them used to performing some duties. We can arrange their toys in place exactly it. And as they grow, expand the list to do the household chores, vacuuming and throwing away the trash. This contributes to their development and instilling diligence and discipline. This can also help them, uh, uh, help them, excuse me, teach them to help others and respect other people's work. All these things. What the fuck? <laughs> All these things 
It's a task. Oh shit, look at that. How many people are in here? Anyways, all these things uh are all all, all these these various things. Uh sorry, I was like on another page and then all of a sudden I joined back back my podcast and I'm kind of surprised to see people on here. All these things uh will really go a long way. It's not just being there from day to day. It's really being there for the long run for for your children. What is best for your children in the long run? How do I make my child the best adult that he can be? And those basic things, uh, the interactions with our kids is what they'll start, uh, you know, they'll, they'll start, uh, learning from us. And how we react and how we uh, interact with our kids. It start. It just simply starts with us as parents. And I like, like I said, I don't expect every parent to be perfect. But me as a parent, I have to be very introspective as to how I come across as a parent and my effectiveness in certain in certain areas. And then I work on it. I get myself back on track. I really try to think um, how um, how my decisions are going to lead my parenting or how my interactions is going to sort of uh, affect my child. Those are so many things that you have to, to sort of take in, um, in in terms of how you would like to lead your children um, and develop their senses and um, help develop and nurture their personalities. Um, anyways, this is 16 Petals Podcast with me, Denise Rivera. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more topics uh, uh, on parenting uh, on this podcast. I think this may be one of many. Um, but, um, you know, hopefully uh, I, I can see some of your, uh, if you like this podcast, uh, like, share, subscribe. I don't know how it fucking works on uh, your podcast. <laughs> it's going to be on various different podcast uh, outlets. Uh, so do what you can to support it. Uh, you can find me on Patreon, uh, Cash App, Venmo, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, even though I'm not really that active, maybe Twitter um, on these. And it's all 60 